Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for spending some time with us and nerding out around maps. Yes. If you could introduce yourself to our listeners, uh, who is Lucas La Rochelle? <laughs> Uh, Lucas Arachel is a multidisciplinary designer based in Jujahate, otherwise known as Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I work in um, graphic design, web design, and wearable technology, um, largely from a queer perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm interested primarily in um, the role of the built-in digital environment in the formation of queer experience yes okay uh so you say the digital environment what kind of technologies have you been integrating into your artistry yeah i mean well there's querying the map um -hmm. so using more um uh digital technologies in terms of online um but i also work with um biosensing technologies um in sort of yeah, in, in terms of, in a, in a costume design, experimental clothing design context. Okay, cool. And so creating the map kind of came out of that, um, that sort of thought process, locating it on bodies, and then what happens when we take the experience of the body and situate it um, in the virtual world. Wow, that is so amazing. The map. That, uh, it, thank you so much for pointing that out, because... Um, even before I found out about the project, um, I've read about studies of the brain and, um, different sensors that captures a different, um, stimuli that will, uh, show arousal and, um, how for people across the (laughs) map, um, (laughs) it's, it's, uh, pretty much the same, uh, no matter who you're attracted to a different areas of the brain is, um, it lights up so there's a definite mapping of of that sort and then also um the gauging and uh studying dna and biological um studies around sexuality so there's definitely a mapping of sorts internally right in the human um physical environment um and so you studied the physical relationship with uh technology and then you brought that out that's pretty that's pretty amazing um out into the world literally so yeah mm -hmm. yeah very cool um uh specifically what technologies have you found to be the best uh in your research Um, web technologies like um maybe html5 or did you use flash uh, old school flash or what what other technologies have you or what technologies have have you used yeah i mean i guess in 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 the context of of querying the map um mm-hmm. it's using um google maps api as the base map and then um javascript and jquery and php mm-hmm. um and then it was redone in in django um yeah in terms cool. of in terms of the other i guess yes yeah, maybe we can we can focus more on on querying the map um but in 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 general um 
like out, so outside of creating the map in terms of like wearable technology stuff that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm working on a project with um, breast sensors and heart sensors or heart rate sensors. Wow. Um, and thinking about, yeah, what the, what, the, what the relationship is to objects when we animate them with our um, bio data. Okay. Um, yeah, and so it's a, it's a relatively broad research question at this point. Um, um, but, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's a, that's a separate thing um, to creating the map. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, I, I don't mind going in different directions when it comes to, like, the technical aspects of creating um, uh, the, the, the visuals that you um, bring to users or the um, sociological... <laughs> um, uh, research um, and lessons that your users learn when um, approaching your your products and, and your services and stuff like that. Um, definitely, querying the map uh, is one of the best um, connections between the human experience and um, technologies. Uh, the possibilities of bringing us as humans together, um, right? Like that is one. It's totally. it's one of the best things that I've seen out there uh, as as of now uh, in that effort. So I definitely am very intrigued by it. And um, so, if you could please tell us a little bit about how it came to be, and all, all the way up to where where you see it being used in the future. Totally. Yeah, um, so I started querying the map about a year ago, um, and it came um, it came out of sort of an emotional urge as well as a theoretical urge. Um, so initially, I was thinking I was biking by this tree in a park in Montreal um, where I had met my first long-term partner, and at that same tree, we had also had a conversation around my non-binary gender. Um, that was quite explosive and so seemed to have, it seemed to have latched onto that tree. And so every time that I biked by that tree, I felt this relationship to this tree that, that was only obviously legible to me and to that other person. And then, so then I started to think about all of the other places um, that held that sort of queer feeling for me. Um, and then ultimately I, 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 I um, got a little bit bored about thinking about my own experiences in relation to space and was thinking about a way that, uh, what it could feel like to move through move through an environment and 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 feel and know um, the stories, histories, experiences of of queer people, um, mm. and how that would change a relationship to space, and and then also how how that can how that sort of subjective interpretation of space, the 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 ability for multiple interpretations of space. Um, would enable a different kind of understanding of space as something that's relational and something that's shared rather than something that's, that's claimed. Um, and so I um, started coding, querying the map, um, and it began with just some points that I had added, some points that uh, my partner at the time had added, some points that friends of mine, people in my community here in um, Montreal had added. Um, and then I um, received a, a residency to continue the project. 
and I um, worked to um, make it easier to use, make it more interactive, um, and set it up at um, on the computers um, at this residency, which is a, a fine arts reading room at Concordia University. Um, and so I, I set it up on the computers. I forced the tabs on the computers whenever you would open it to open directly to querying the map to sort of... Um, nudge people in the direction of participating with the project. That's awesome. Um, and that worked um, super, super well within that sort of six, it was like a six month period. Um, the project grew from around like the 15 points that myself and some of my friends had added um, to about 600 points in a period of six months. And I was totally blown away. I mean, it started, there were points popping up in Montreal and then some points popped up in Toronto and then in Vancouver, and then some in the States, and then tons of points started showing up in Australia. And I was blown away at, at the things that people were were posting, um, the nuance and experience, um, the, the emotion, be it positive or, or negative, um, and, and what role space played um, in how those experiences were formed right. and recollected. Um, and so following that residency, um, I was, was, was amazed that the project had been engaged with um, to the level that it had, um, which, was, which, which had been around 600 points, um, 600 individual stories shared. Um, and so I, 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 I um, sort of, you know, a little check mark beside it said this project has been fantastic i'm so happy with the way that it went um i hope that it continues to grow um and then on february 8th uh project went uh viral to a certain extent it jumped on on facebook from um 300 shares um to just over 10,000 shares in a period of three days um, and the points on the map exploded from the 600 points, which I had thought was an unbelievably high number, um, to just over 6,500 points um, in three days. And then on February 9th, I believe it was the 9th, um, the, I woke up to a slew of emails that alerted me to the fact that Korean the Map had been spammed by Trump supporters, and they had created a bot um, that created pop-ups on Korean the Map that said, um, Donald Trump, best president, make America great again. And these points would multiply whenever you clicked on, on anything on the map. So I took the site down, and I posted on the URL um, asking if anyone um, had the coding capabilities to help me fix this problem because it was very much um, above my, my, my skill set um, because the, 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 the popularity I had not expected in the slightest. Mm. Um, and a huge, or, yeah, a huge group of people, a huge, or a huge amount of people reached out um, offering their support um, in, in terms of helping me um, fix the problem and ultimately ended up um, working to recode the website so that it was significantly more secure and to develop a moderation panel because prior to that, um, you could add absolutely anything to the map. Um, 
And evidently with that kind of growth, there needed to be a sort of shift in, I mean, still now everything for the most part is added to the mass, except for obviously hate and spam and, and unsafe content. Um, and so we relaunched it um, on April 3rd. And since then, um, it's gone from 6,500 points um, to this week, we just hit 20,000 points on the map. Um, and they're on every single continent. They're in um, French, German, Arabic, Spanish, um, Swedish, Danish, Japanese. Um, so many. <laughs> Russian. Just like, yeah, it's, 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 it's um, Catalan, Portuguese. It, yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable the, 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 um, the scope of what of what has been, of what has been shared. Um, and yeah, I mean, in terms of my hope, my, 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 my hope, um, for creating the map into the future is, is, is to continue to, to work on it so that it can exist as, as a, as a living archive of queer experience and, and thinking and, and sort of taking a new approach to queer history that isn't, um, bound to linear time um, and that that resists the sort of narratives of, of, of linear progress um, that experience is always changing um, that that it isn't this sort of pathway to um, a sort of mindset of like well now the now the queers are all right um, kind of thing but that 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 there are moments of joy and there are moments of trauma mm. um, and they exist simultaneously in the same kinds of spaces um yeah so that's my i mean i think that's continuing querying the map um continuing to make it a space of anonymous um sharing of queer experience um yeah is is the ultimate goal for the project mm, very much very much i I mean, I, I love it visually. I love it and its meanings. And I also love it because, yes, it's true in our day-to-day life. Good things happen and bad things happen. You have maps of places in the world where there tends to be corrective rape of LGBTQ peoples and places maps of um, where, by law, LGBTQ um, practices or, um, just being, (laughs) uh, suspected of being LGBTQ is punishable by death. Um, there's so many different maps that show the good and the bad of, um, LGBTQ life. So for this map to exist to me, I'm really thankful for it because it shows that, yes, it's, we're here, we are around, and we're not alone. We're not alone. Like, yeah. Dan Savage's, um, his campaign around uh, it, it Gets Better, this seems like such a great coupling of that because it shows we're not alone. Um, and there's proof. There's proof all over the place. We are sharing our stories we're out there and here's quantitative proof so 
um, totally. it's a great coupling, uh, this, this, um, service, you know? I read your article on City Lab, uh, the website City Lab, and um, I want to give a shout out to the DJ that helped to make it viral. Um, what what is the DJ's name? I, I'm I'm yeah, uh, it right Frankie, now. Frankie Teardrop. Frankie Te- Teardrop. Okay, tell us a little bit about yeah. how that came to be. It, are are you friends, or are they just like an amazing supporter of the map? How, how did that came come to be? Yeah, I mean, they have a pretty significant following. They're a pretty um, pivotal person in Montreal's queer scene. They actually give a further shout out to them. They organize um, Slut Island Festival, which is starting, um, I believe, next week, which I encourage anyone listening to check out. Um, It's incredible. Um, We're we're in New York City, but we're willing to travel. So, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, drive up here for, for Slut Island. It's a pretty pretty amazing festival and check it out online um but yeah they 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 had found the project um and shared it on their instagram and their facebook page and i would sort of i mean in terms of like um what i was able to see in terms of of like a a nexus point of how the project um really grew i would identify uh them as one of the the first people that shared it yeah um amazing support i'm yeah yeah. Cool. You know how some people say, oh, well, I'm not a writer, but I just write. <laughs> do, yeah. you, do you consider yourself uh, a, a cartographer? Um, no, not not, <laughs> not, not, in, not in the slightest. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it, yeah, I mean, it's interesting now, like, I've learned a lot about the, the sort of the map component of querying the map mm-hmm. um, was was definitely not my sort of um, primary primary interest. Like, in no, I'm not. Um, I my my knowledge of, of geography is is very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more interested in in sort of. Um, I was more interested in the sort of like um, queerness in relation to space and how space um, informs the way that um, that experience. Uh, plays out and so using something like a map making experience spatial rather than um, rather than based on time um, was a way of doing that and also a new way of sort of engaging with information so thinking one of the ways that I think about querying the map um, as as uh, methodologically queer versus other sort of if we were to call um, if we were to call um, querying the map sort of like a social media platform or a digital community that it that it it is in its interface a queered way of approaching space and time um, and information because rather than something like Twitter or rather than something like Facebook or rather than something like Instagram, in which information is filtered through an algorithm and is put on a linear plane, so you're clicking, you're sorry, you're scrolling through um, what someone else has decided for you is the most pertinent information um, for you to see. And you're seeing that on a linear plane, whereas something like querying the map um, from just from a user interface perspective is enabling new modes of relation between information, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is a sort of uh, I think um, queer people are particularly situated in terms of understanding, like in terms of engaging with information. Sure. 
um, in that because because we're picking up pieces to 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 construct identity because it's not necessarily given in the same way like a, a linear um, under conceptualization of, of identity and especially when when queerness intersects with with class and race and wow. gender um, Very much. that there's so many different ways that identities are being constructed that a linear um, model of interpreting interpreting information doesn't necessarily work the same way or is not received um, as effectively. And so that was sort of uh, from the from the design perspective, from the user interface, user experience perspective, that was really important in how um, querying the map is developed. So, so figuring out how to develop a queered user interface mm-hmm. and something that's collaboratively generated rather than done top down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Has uh, the map ever been used in a way that you never expected? By someone? I mean, the Trump support was definitely uh, not something that I had expected. Ah. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, I don't, it, it, it's hard to say because part of the, part of the intent from the get-go was um, a methodology of, of sort of like hyper-inclusivity. Um so uh, that like and it, and that was sort of built in at the very in the very early stages of the product project that you could add literally whatever you wanted and um, I would have no control over what was added um, because I didn't want to I didn't want to act as um, as a curator um, in any way that I didn't want to filter people's experiences um, from my own bias or perspective. Um, evidently reality strikes when opposition, like what occurred with the Trump support, um, happens and there's been the necessity to take a certain amount of protective measures as well as because it's, um, because that kind of openness can also lead to the abuse of the platform, um, in terms of adding things that are not necessarily safe, like phone numbers or addresses or people's full name, Yes, which part of the, part of the, the, the moderating process is ensuring that not, no content um, like that is added to the map. Um, shout out to the moderators. For, yeah. Oh my God. Shout out to the moderators to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're incredible. And it's, yeah, it's amazing to have uh, a group of people working on and thinking through this project um, together, as well as all the people. I mean, the, the the conversations that I've been able to have with other people in through doing interviews and through doing workshops and through doing talks um, has been so incredibly. I mean, I've learned. Like, I feel like creating the mat. Like, I it's, it's I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I'm uncomfortable sort of like taking credit for creating the mat because the reason that it's so beautiful is has very little to do with me and everything to do with all the people that have participated. Um, mm. And I think that extends into like anyone who it's like, it's, it's as much a gift to me to be able to spend so much time working and thinking through this project and, and, and reading all the things that people have shared um, that it, yeah, it truly feels um, like an endlessly collaborative um, project. But at the same time, if it wasn't for you and that amazing moment by that tree, nothing would have come from from that of of this magnitude. So, 
that that moment of yours is that much more special, isn't it? I mean, yeah, very, very special. But then I, I also wonder too if sort of like thinking thinking through the, the methodology of querying the map in terms of it being so openly collaborative that it's like even so there's that moment and then there's all of the other experiences that I've had in my life to get me to a place where like I could create querying the map the like economic stability that allows me to go to university um, to, to have the to have like the skills to develop the skills to make this project like, there's so many it, there's so many things um yeah, that I mean, it's, I'm yeah, I'm very, I'm really, I'm so happy um, that I that I started it. But it's but it's so much. It's it, it's a beautiful project because of all the things, all of the other, all of the work that has been done by everyone involved. Yeah, we don't live in a vacuum. We're all in this exactly in this place exactly. together. Exactly, we're always in relation with one another. Everything is everything is ultimately a, a collaboration. There exists no singular singular genius right right community is an unbelievably important thing the i mean it's the only reason why we're Mm. still kicking it on on planet earth that's right that's right uh project querying the map right the querying the map project i i can see it as a crowdsourced diary right a time capsule a future human sexuality 101 tool um, so many other things. What kind of product or service can you also think of the map as and its usage? The map in general or, or yeah. the map? Uh, well, uh, the map. The, the, the map with a capital M. The map with a capital M. Yes. Um, I mean, the map with a capital M is in many ways a tool of um, colonialism. Um, wow. in terms of how, how, how places are, I mean, if we think about the context of, of Turtle Island or Canada, um, that the way that places are named is, is a result of colonialism. It's a taking, it's a taking away of, of land sovereignty from indigenous people, um, mm. and, and, and creating space on top of, or imposing, um, spatial relations on top of land that is not that is not ours myself as a, a white settler mm-hmm. um and so creating the map is, is 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 simultaneously interested in resisting the sort of because the map is the way that we think about maps is, is that they're these objective truths um which evidently they are they are not i mean in, in many ways they're they're it's it's like a fight for borders it's a fight for land it's a fight for colonial power um Hmm. And so something like Queering the Map is interested in, in, in resisting that through subjectivity. Um, so pointing out the ways that space, is, space is, 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 is always in relation to bodies and it can't be defined from a top-down perspective in the way that, that the map, as we commonly understand it, is. Um, hmm. So, yeah, that, I mean, that would be my... Um, yeah, that's that's where I am right now in terms of in terms of thinking about maps and how we can yeah. be critical of of the way that this sort of like like if we if we most often interact with like the Google map kind of thing, which is, which <laughs> is why the map is using Google, because it's like we're so accustomed to that as the way in which we sort of shoot. Like if I think about like if I'm going to go to a new place, I'll look it up on Google Maps and I'll somehow find my, find a way to like get my body to that location. 
Um, and so it, it very much functions like as an orient, like as a way of orienting oneself. Um, and, and querying the map also sort of is, is trying, is, is thinking about through, there's this incredible writer, scholar, um, Sarah Ahmed, who has this book called Queer Phenomenology. And she talks about queerness as, so we think about sexual orientation as an orientation towards bodies. And so she takes that one step further, saying that, yes, queerness is an orientation towards bodies, but it's also an orientation towards um, space. It's also an orientation towards object. It's also an orientation towards architecture. Um, and that there's a particularly, that, there's, that there are specific ways in which marginalized bodies um, relate to space that is different from those um, who inhabit dominant um, subjective experiences of the world. Um, and so the map is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is an interesting like way of thinking through those kinds of questions of orientation when we think about the way that we do interact with getting back to the, to the, to the example of Google Maps. The map is a way of orienting oneself in space, um, a, way of, a way of creating trajectories. Like we know that when we get on, on a bus in a certain direction that we're going to end up at this other direction and that in that direction, in that end point lies a certain sort of potentiality or a certain sort of future. Um, but that those, that those potentialities and that those futures are experienced in multiple different ways by multiple different people. And that something like a map doesn't tell us that. Um, and so, Querying the map is sort of uh, is trying to move in that direction of like what are the ways in which space is experienced um, subjectively, particularly in this context um, from from a queer perspective, um, and how does that how how could that ultimately factor into how we a think about space and b think about uh, um, the, the, the the how how maps are are constructed and what they do. Well, uh, so I've had my moment of nerding out about maps, um, including <laughs> over querying the map. I want to know before we go, are you nerding out about anything right now? And if so, Am I is nerding it? out about anything? Yeah. Oh, I love that question. <laughs> um, I'm nerding out all the time. What am I nerding out about right now? I'm trying to think if there was something today specifically sure um what am i nerding out about oh you know i'm nerding out about i so i have this friend um her name is emma and she is a digital artist and she was yesterday showing me this like video game that she made in three hours using unity cool and she created this this like lucid dream kind of strange digital architecture um, that you would walk through and like fall through things. And it was just unbelievable. This sort of like unbelievable architectural experience that was all like housed on a computer inside a video game. Um, and so I'm nerding out about um, in relation to Korean map, which is what I think about every single day. Um, it's become my full-time job in life. Um, I'm nerding out about that project that Emma did because we talked about collaborating um, on on thinking through these like what in terms of what we learned from creating the map in terms of of of, of, of queered experience in space 
and how that could be reinterpreted through the work that she does um, in terms of creating these digital environments. Oh. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm nerding out about digital architecture. How beautiful. And even in, if it's like a VR game, like if you turn to the north, there's so many yeah, well, stories actually, yeah, in the west and the east. Yeah. Oh, totally. the possibilities are <laughs> pretty cool to think about. They're, yeah. It's hmm. so, so cool. Yeah. What are you nerding out about right now? Um, well, I am nerding about uh, audio editing because this is not my territory at all. So um, I edit uh, a few random things here and there and um, just using Adobe Audition and just how capable that program is to, to cleaning up audio. is It's pretty amazing and, and it could be intimidating, but I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, That's using great. that as a tool of cleaning people's sound up um cleaning people sound up yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> um well yeah thank you so much mr la rochelle do you speak french uh a little bit okay not as well as i should living in ah. montreal well hey <laughs> um yeah like i really appreciate your time and thank you so much for talking to me about creating the map and i am so stoked to share this with people down here in the states um this is only my viewpoint um but trump is cheeto satan and actually no it's not yeah. just my viewpoint but i'm not a rep i mean this isn't a representation uh, of the pondering nerdcast 100%. I apologize for the madness. <laughs> I didn't vote for the guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I. Sorry, uh, yeah, I actually talked about him in therapy, and oh god, yeah, we're we're coping, we're coping. Not everyone's happy yeah. down here. I'll tell you that, but I'm sure you already know that. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for your time and. Um, we look forward to seeing what amazing technologies and art uh, you come up with next. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take it easy. All right. Bye, guys. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much for talking. Bye. <laughs>